Dude, why are you dressed like that? Uh, no, no reason, nothing. You know you can't catch a broken nose, right? Buddy, you lost a fight to a golden doodle. Don't start with me. Let's go! Give me what I want! Kick down the door! Drew, you are not doing this! What the not nice! There's a giant head! I made like 2,000 of these, I'd like to have fun. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. Hey, Iggy, victory puppies, isn't, isn't that great? Here you go. Here, let me just, let me just, okay. Yeah, we're cool, right? We're cool? Are we cool? I say this often, this will not be a long one. Leafs win! 5-4 in overtime over the Calgary Flames. And none of you want to hear about that, I should probably explain my face. So I don't really, I don't really know how it looks on camera. It uh, doesn't look very good. It usually doesn't look very good, but this is, uh, this is something. I'm leaving this in here because of, uh, blood. But I had a busy day. Uh, I spent most of it at the hospital in the emergency room because, uh, my dog broke my nose. So if you're a Flames fan and you just want to see a Leafs fan talk about how they got their face literally broken, you've come to the right place! I'm- I don't feel like yelling. But first, still gotta do the ad read. We're professional. Think you know which way it's gonna go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction, and you know what bet you could have made that Nazem Kadri was gonna score? Because I told ya! That was a prop bet that they had at Sports Interaction, because I told them to put it there, and if you used it, then good for you. When the puck drops, Sports Interaction has you covered pre-game, uh, live betting on all major sports, and prop bets. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. So, how I broke my nose, I was not playing responsibly. This was, this is my fault. So, I have a two and a half year old son. He has this game that he really likes. It's called Run Around. The only thing he likes more than that is run around with daddy. And I chase him, and if I get too close, he goes, ah, don't. And, and I gotta be like, oh, okay, you're really fast. So anyway, we do that. And the whole time I'm doing that, our dog, Iggy, is getting jacked up. He's like, it's playtime. So when Leo is done running, we go to the living room and he's playing with his hockey sticks and whatever. And I lie down on the ground because toddlers are tiny and lying down is great. Standing? No. Sitting? Fine. Laying down? Perfect. So then Iggy walks up and he's got his new Stegosaurus toy. And he gives me that look. That dog look where he's like, we're gonna play with the Stegosaurus toy, old man. And I said, yeah, for sure. So while one arm was down on the ground supporting myself, I grabbed the toy with my left hand and I'm pulling the toy and he's pulling it back and whack. He did some sort of like rah, rah, like thrash. Like you ever, you ever see an animal thrash? I don't, don't make me do a big comparison, man. He just did this big thrash. His big coconut head just cracked right into the center of my face and I heard a really loud blood-curdling crack. At first, I thought he broke my glasses and I reached up to my face to take my glasses off and my hand is just covered in blood. I'm a faucet. And immediately I knew it wasn't my glasses, it was my nose. I said to my wife, he broke my nose. She wasn't even paying attention. She turns around and I'm just... Anyway... So, we got it all sorted out, and I went to the hospital, and that's where I spent the next five hours. Uh, got an x-ray. You want to see it? Producer Drew, can we put it there? Yeah! That's a broken nose! I broke it! That's the bone. 
Earlier, they're like, ah, you know what? Uh, we don't think it's the bone. And then they got the x-ray back. They're like, it's the bone. It's very the bone. Ah, uh, look at that bone. See that bone? It's a broken bone. It's my first broken bone. So that's cool. That was, that was a fun way to spend my day. So huge shout out to the fine folks at Sportsnet for covering for me. Uh, management, uh, everyone working on the crew for uh, Watch Hockey Night in Canada with Steve Dangle. Because it wasn't Watch Hockey Night in Canada with Steve Dangle. It was Watch Hockey Night in Canada with Grav who filled in. We've featured Grav on this channel. He is an amazing, I can't even call him up and coming because he's got thousands and thousands and thousands of followers on YouTube and he's my coworker at Sportsnet. He is unreal, but because he's from Texas, it was basically Watch Hockey Night in Canada from Texas by presented by Coca-Cola. I'm having a really hard time talking. So anyway, I didn't stream the game, but I did watch it and here is here's I'm just going to get to the bare bones of it. This was a really fun game. This was an awesome game. It was back and forth. And I feel like there hasn't really been a good back and forth like shootout game this season because the Leafs have grown as a team and they've gotten better at defense, which is lovely. But the problem with getting better at team defense and also goaltending is you don't have games like this. However, Nazem Kadri's goal, that was, that was all right. Uh, I think we talked a little too much crap over the past week uh, with Matt Murray getting a shutout and then Ilya Samsonov having a shutout because Matt Murray followed up clearly his best game as a Leaf, clearly, with a 44-save shutout against the Dallas Stars. He followed it up with probably his poorest game as a Leafs goalie, and he still won, so that's the good news, but two of those goals probably shouldn't have gone in especially the fourth if you're being generous at least the fourth shouldn't have gone in it, it wasn't his strongest game still made some big saves still battled Leafs still won that was great the Leafs never wilted that was great they were never down by two goals that was great they're still, dude, they had to play basically the entire period with Dennis Mulligan out. And for any Flames fans listening to this who were like, I don't understand why that's a big deal. That, that guy's like barely in your lineup. Yeah, but everyone is hurt. And they were like, all right, let's shove Dennis Mulligan into a top, uh, top six slot. He plays what? One, two shifts. Then he gets a stick in the face and he's out. By the way, that penalty wasn't called. Oh, as long as we're on that note, the Leafs got a ton of power plays including in overtime, and that is how they won. First of all, forget Daryl Sutter after the game. We'll get to him in a minute. I'm willing to accept your apology. Each and every one. Adam Wild? Hmm? How about... Oh, that... Oh, my face. How about you? Huh? You want to apologize? Jesse Blake, you want to apologize? Look at these guys. Look at them. Look at how guilt-ridden they look. And then there's me. There's me with a halo around my head because I'm an angel because what I said was because the Leafs stink in three-on-three -three overtime, why not try Pierre Engvall and David Camp and whatever defenseman? doesn't matter. I said Victor Mete at the time. He's hurt. Go with Mark Giordano. It doesn't matter. The reason I said that is because I'm thinking fast giraffe. He's suspended. David Kampf, responsible center, who was probably going to win the faceoff, and defenseman who can skate and pass. I'm not saying play them the whole overtime. I'm saying play them the first shift because the Leafs have this boogeyman in their head that is three on three overtime. And what does Sheldon Keefe do? 
he puts out David Kampf, Timothy Lilligren, Rasmus Sandin. And everyone goes, what the heck are they doing? Let me tell you what they're doing. Because Kyle Cushman pointed this out. He does great work covering the Marlies, covering the Leafs prospects, and writing for theleafsnation.com. This is an organizational thing. Earlier in the day, the Toronto Marlies actually tried this in overtime. This is not, the, the way it worked in the Leafs game is not the way it's supposed to work. How it's supposed to work is you have, on the opening face-off of three-on-three overtime, you have a center, and you have 2D. If you lose the draw, thank goodness you have 2D. If you win the draw, then one of the defensemen immediately goes off. That's a great plan. One of the defensemen goes off, you bring on a forward. That's a great plan. Because when you think about it, if it's a two-on-two, but one of the defenders is a forward, each and every time the skill player is attacking the forward. And that's basically all who play three-on-three overtime. Because even if it's William Nylander or Austin Matthews or John Tavares or Mitch Marner, those are the Leafs' big four guys, you're attacking them. That's not their job. Their job is not defensemen. They're not as good at the things defensemen do as defensemen. So what happens? David Kampf, there's a face-off, he whacks at it. Rasmus Sandin is there, and he gets a high stick from Jonathan Huberto. Now, Huberto can shake his head all he wants, but uh, he hit him, man. He hit him in the face with his stick. And last I checked, can I just check? Can I, just, I just checked. You can't do that! So it's a four-on-three power play. The Leafs send out their big four forwards, and guess what? Mitchell Marner, who earlier in the night continued his point streak, now sitting at 23 games. Is it 23 games? 23 games. Uh, that memory knocked out of me when Iggy headbutt me. You're still a good boy. He's literally lying down on the floor. The Leafs win the game. Now, Flames fans, I want to address you. Because the Flames took a number of penalties in this game. And Flames fans, not so happy about that. And notably, Daryl Sutter. Now... Here's what I want to say, because uh, I was going back and forth with a few Flames fans. There was one play in particular, uh, Connor Timmins, uh, there was a cross-check on Mangiapane I thought could have been called, and very shortly after, the Leafs end up in the power play. I think that's when Michael Backlund cross-checked Jack Asenreis, and that didn't get called, and then he cross-checked Joey Anderson, and it did. The vast majority of those penalties were sticking fractions that were... Pretty easy to trace. What are they supposed to do? Not call four minutes on the Matthews one? He got high-sticked in the face. They reviewed it. He did. He got high-sticked in the face. And he was bleeding. That's where the extra two minutes comes from. Michael Bunting did you the service of... Like, do you realize the Flames actually got lucky on the power play front? Because Wayne Simmons negated one of the power plays by taking a penalty himself. And Michael Bunting did the same things. Both of the Scarborough guys were acting up. Both of them. They were taking penalties. Uh, the Leafs should have had a four-minute power play, but Bunting took one away. The Leafs should have had a power play at all, and Wayne Simmons took it away. And the Flames scored on that four-on-four -four opportunity. Listen, the Leafs, a couple games ago, gave the Dallas Stars seven power play opportunities. It was not great. One of them was a five-on-three. Rasmus Sandin sacrificing his body. So was Mitch Marner. So was Lilligren. So was Matt Murray. They all put their lives on the line, basically, to kill that thing. And the narrative coming out of the game that I saw, I'm sure some fans were upset about it, but the narrative was mostly, hey, wouldn't it be great if they stopped taking penalties? And most of the guys who took penalties in that game were Leafs penalty killers. That made it even harder for the penalty killers to do what they do. So, to me... I didn't see 
many soft calls, which ones were soft? Is it the number? Is it the amount that you're upset with? Or any particular call? And as for Daryl Sutter, oh, I got a bone to pick with you, buddy, because he had a quote after the game. From Wes Gilbertson, Flames coach Daryl Sutter, whose team was shorthanded six times tonight. That's one thing I learned a long time ago. When you're in Chicago all those years and you come to Toronto, you know what goes on. I won't say nothing more. So he won't say nothing more, one, because he's Daryl Sutter and doesn't talk very much and wants to seem enigmatic and cool. You're not John Dutton! And number two, he won't say more because that's made up, Daryl! Oh yeah, the Toronto Maple Leafs, who were notoriously so good during Daryl Sutter's career from 1979-80 to 86-87. They stunk, Daryl! The Leafs were garbage, Daryl! I know Daryl Sutter was just making a quip and he didn't expect me to look this up, but I'm a nerd and I did! During Daryl Sutter's playing career with the Chicago Blackhawks, the Toronto Maple Leafs, in terms of penalty differential, penalties for and penalties against, in terms of penalty differential, ranked 15th out of 21 teams. That's bad. The Chicago Blackhawks were 18th out of 21. That's worse. Ah, ah, I think we're starting to see, ah. Now, someone asked me a very clever question. What about at home? And I looked that up because NHL.com surprisingly has that stat. The Leafs, during Daryl Sutter's playing career, did have a better penalty differential at home than they did on the road. So Daryl Sutter is right in that regard. It was very negative on the road and it was actually slightly positive at home during his career. But where did it rank league-wide? 15th, the exact same spot. 15th out of 21. Daryl, you don't have a leg to stand on. And you know what's even more amazing, Daryl? It got worse! Since Austin Matthews' career began and Mitch Marner's career began from the beginning of the 2016-17 season, the Calgary Flames rank fifth in power plays four per game in the entire NHL over that span. The Colorado Avalanche rank first. Congratulations to producer Drew. The Toronto Maple Leafs, on the other hand, in terms of power plays four per game, rank 28th! 28th! Ah! You know how much better the Leafs could have been in the... All that to say, I just think it's funny how the coach of one of the teams who gets the most benefit of the doubt from the officials league-wide over the last half decade plus has something to say about the Toronto Maple Leafs who over the last half decade plus get virtually no power plays compared to their competition. Am I bringing all those stats up because I'm salty? Maybe. But really I'm bringing it up because I hate this easy quote that people are gonna latch onto. People are gonna latch onto this quote because they're gonna be like, oh look what my coach said. And like Toronto jokes are like the airplane food jokes to the rest of the country. Hey, has anyone ever been to Toronto? And the whole crowd goes, boo! Oh, get new material, boo! Those empty calorie jokes. And you can make a joke. It's fine to laugh. And I'm sure that's all Daryl Sutter was doing. I'm not attacking the guy. I'm sure he was just joking. But don't any of you ever try to tell me, oh yeah, the refs give the lease the benefit of the doubt? Oh yeah, it's really working. It's really working. They had a goal taken back for a pick. For a pick in game seven of a playoff series at home last year. They're 
almost dead last in power plays per game. The Flames are almost first. What are you talking about? Oh, it's nonsense. Stop it! Now, all that to say, uh, they won, and I'm happy about it. One other player I wanted to highlight, even though he was a silly goose at times in this game, he's sort of gone unsung in this, like, Leafs hot streak. Michael Bunting, man, he really helps the top six click because it's not just that points are going in for him now and a goal, a really important goal. He's playing really well. He's playing fast. He's playing better than he did in the first few weeks of the season. Questions. Have you sneezed yet? No, I hadn't thought of that, and now I'm terrified. Thank you. And I thought we would end with this. Matthews on winning an OT. It feels great. Gets you guys, as in the media, off our backs a little bit until the next one. I love that he specified until the next one because he knows everyone's gonna be right back. So, now that I'm staring dead on, you like, you see how it's, it's just, it's going on a vacation that way. My nose is going on a vacation. That is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends. Don't yell at me because this video is different than usual. I am going to go uh, eat ice cream.